You're listening to The Big Finish Podcast, launched on the 11th of April, 2021. Everything ends eventually. But sometimes, just sometimes, it comes back, it comes back. Welcome, welcome. Good to have you here with us. That's right. Yes, yes. I'm Benji Clifford. He's Nick Briggs. And Hello. here's what's coming up on this exciting podcast exploring the latest, greatest audio drama from Big Finish Productions. Oh, yes. First up, we look at our latest reviews Doctor Who, Wicked Sisters, starring Fifth Doctor Peter Davison. And then it's listeners' emails, your thoughts and questions sent to podcast at bigfinish.com. After that, we're behind the scenes with Doctor Who, The Dalek Protocol, starring Tom Baker, Louise Jameson and John Leeson and the Daleks. Of course, the Daleks, you know, that's what I meant, Daleks. Yes, them, exterminate, etc. Yeah, the usual old lark. <laughs> well, as well as that, we also offer you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Yes, it's the Randomoid Selector Tron. Oh, yes. Randy, and to Randy, finish Randy, things off. In style. Sorry, what did you say? It said Ranny Ranny Roo Roo. I don't know what it means, but I wanted to say it. Yeah, you have to say these things. You have to get them out there. Out of the system. You know, the system. Anyway, uh, finishing things off in style, as I think I was saying, we drama tease you with the first 15 minutes of Dalek Universe. Starring, 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 starring. David, 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 David. Tenant, 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 Tenant. In an exciting adventure entitled Buying Time. Not to be confused with buying time, which is, you know, or, or, you know, or time as in the herb as well, you know. Yes, yes. He's not, not buying the time river, and he's not buying a herb. He's buying time. The eye of time. Time. Brother. Brother. I, brother. Um, I just wanted to say a word about value for money and mistakes. Aye, aye. More than one word, actually, several words. Um, the, you know, the thing is, what we make here at Big Finish is what some corporate types out there, hello, uh, would call a premium product. You know, it's high value. It's brand new audio productions uh, which entirely support themselves from the money raised by selling them. So there's no investment, you know, no license fee, no broadcast budget, no person put, you know, putting the money in it. They, they, and they're ex- really expensive to get right. But in real terms, people obviously out there expect to be paying less and less for them because entertainment gets cheaper and cheaper as the years go by, cheaper subscriptions for things and what have you, you know, uh, video on demand, um, etc. Uh, so we're always looking to find ways to make it easier for people to buy uh, and to give good value. You know, we do bundles and pre-orders with pre-order prices, so it's a bit cheaper. However, uh, this is a bit of a, a confession. We didn't actually intend to put Sherlock Holmes, the latest Sherlock Holmes, uh, the seamstress of Peckham Rye and the fiends of New York City. We didn't intend to put those on sale for half price, which is what actually happened. So there was a there was a mistake and, uh, and a misunderstanding about... Um, we had two titles for Sherlock Holmes and they were accidentally input on the site to represent one release whereas in fact they were two box sets not one box set so they were put up for the price of one box set but uh, unlike certain superstores who accidentally sold sofas far too cheaply recently not mentioning any names uh, we've honoured that price and and also we created a bundle for a limited amount of time which is now over uh, to maintain that price but ultimately we couldn't afford to keep selling it for half the price because it needs to make the money to pay for its budget, you see. So sorry about that mess up. It's just one of those things. We put in place some processes now which will avoid that. I think it was because the previous Sherlock Holmes release back in 2017 was two stories and that was part of one thing. And I think that, you know, people saw that information. Anyway, blah, 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 boring stuff. Uh, Everyone will... um, uh, you know get it right in future hopefully <laughs> but thanks to uh, those of you by the way who wrote in to tell us that you thought we'd made a mistake and that the two stories should have been separate people, you yeah you were right you were right but i'm i'm very glad that you know many of you took the opportunity to get a bit of a bargain there get a half price slice of homes which of course 
you're have you started working on the post production yeah, yet? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm halfway through the first uh, the first episode of the first one, which is good. Sounding lovely, lovely and atmospheric. Something a bit different mm. to do. Uh, I haven't done a, a lot of Victorian uh, Victoriana, I think is the term they yeah. call it. Um, so it's actually really nice to be able to to do something a bit different like that. Lots of clippity cloppity clop yeah, of lots hooves of... in the background. Yeah, there's always that going on, isn't there? Always yeah, well, it helps so. immerse you in, doesn't it? Really. But yeah, so no, yeah, Sherlock Holmes. When's it coming out? It's coming out in uh, July, isn't July, it? July. Yes. The end of July Correct. and Correct. and next May. It was gonna. <laughs> it was advertised as being out all of it in July, <laughs> which gave Benji a small heart attack. <laughs> Yes, I, I, um, I'm all right now. I'm, I've got better. Yes, you can't so. do twice as much work. Well, you know, in, and it's, in it's, half the time, it's making sure it sounds good for everybody that that buys it. Quite frankly, because it's that's yes. what we do. We, we, if I may say, we pride ourselves at Big Finish on producing you know premium quality audio drama. Um, and yes. anything less is just not good enough. <laughs> it's not acceptable. Exist. Uh, but there we go. Um, but lovely. So thank you to everybody that's messaging about that. Uh, you're good people. Um, talking of good people, shall we see what the good people out in the wide world think yes. of our things, our releases in the latest uh, reviews? As promised, uh, we're looking at Doctor Who Wicked Sisters. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fifth Doctor Adventures, Wicked Sisters. You have encountered the gods known as the Grace? The Grace are pan-dimensional beings, not gods. The Grace are dead. Murdered by their creations. Abby and Zara have destroyed whole worlds. When the Grace challenged them, they turned on their creator. Now they threaten all of time. Tell your acting president that I don't do assassinations. They must be destroyed! We've lived whole lifetimes. Oh, there's so much to tell you. Smoke, dark smoke, in the shape of a person. I can't see anything. No, wait. Leela, I don't know where or when they are. It could be anywhere. Out there! A spaceman! Not a spaceman! That's a... a Sontaran! Hope? Hope is no match for planning and strategy. I'm Captain Rhea Nero, and you're on my vehicle without prior consent. Commander Stent, if I might have your full and total surrender. Abby and I, we don't always get it right, but we try to use our powers to help, because everything else makes us monsters. <laughs> There's something wrong with the vortex! Because we scarred it with our powers! We For all their clever arguments, they delight in using their powers. We have to stop them. I don't know how we stop them. But you're right. This has to end. Big finish. We love stories. There they were. Just go to bigfinish.com and type Wicked Sisters into the search pane at the top oh, to find yeah. this rather wonderful release. Yes, 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 yes. So first up, warpedfactor.com. Uh, Matthew Kestrel says, For fans of the Key to Time audios and Graceless, Wicked Sisters is a fitting coda. For those who hadn't been on the journey, it'll make for an engaging bit of genre storytelling with the madcap world of Doctor Who playing alongside big questions of morality and consequences. In the final analysis, perhaps it's a fine example of the storytelling Big Finish gets up to in Doctor Who and beyond. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, that, I know you're what I needed to know. I was thanking Matthew yes, for uh, writing. Yeah, that's, I understood. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> who review wordpress.com the zero and who is, uh, yes, yes. It's, it's, it's the O is zero 
That's what I was trying to say. Daniel Mansfield wrote this. Thank you, Daniel. Well, I say that. I haven't read it yet. What did you say? Wicked Sisters is terrible. What? No. <laughs> it's a fun... <laughs> it's a fun, fresh and exciting release that brilliantly combines the worlds of Doctor Who and Graceless. I do recommend, folks, that you go to bigfinish.com and type in Graceless and find out about that uh, full of complex morality strong characters and intense thrilling situations Simon Geria's scripts are some of his best and are bolstered by very strong performances from Davison uh, Jameson Jansen and Dodson no Doddington and great direction from Lisa Bauman add to that some great sound design and music by Lee Adams and Howard Carter and you get a collection of three really strong stories highly recommended four stars nice there isn't even a blank fifth star so i think only four four stars is the maximum for daniel it's four out of four isn't it come on four out of four yeah yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> we are cold at rock sam maleski says overall the fifth doctor adventures wicked sisters is undoubtedly one of the most compelling and strangest sets of the year a thoroughly modern and ambitious take on the aesthetics and ethics of who that feels justified in standing near to your stranded and lovecraft invasions as proofs of what the show can be in a new decade it's a new say. decade, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite... A new decade. A new decade. A nude decade. <laughs> Steady. Hey. Uh, on Twitter, at Crinoid Roots, which is a fantastic handle, right, yeah, uh, says, this whole set is worthy of being a new Who series finale. Ooh. It shows that Doctor Who still has new and exciting ideas and doesn't need to rely on its past when needing a main villain. Simon Gurria is one of my favourite writers. Is Acronoid Roots actually Simon Gurria? Anyway, 8 out of 10. Look, if he's one of your favourite risers, it should be 10 out of 10, I'm just saying. That's true, that's true. Our old friend Justin B. Quinnick says, Wicked Sisters by, it says, uh, Oh, tra-la-la-la, of course, Simon Gurria. Yeah. And that big finish <laughs> is a uh, delicious little joyride that showcases Abby Whee! and Zara following their development in Graceless without necessitize, necessitating... Uh, necessitizing. I like um, necessitizing. No, 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 you have been no. necessitized <laughs> by the bear of necessities. Um, listening uh, to it to appreciate this set, it's twisty Doctor Who adventure goodness at its best with a playful edge. Nine point five. What? Wow. No, nine point five added on to there. Come <sighs> on, Justin. What was wrong with it? What was nine point five wrong with it? Not oh dear, oh dear. Brown sauce. Uh, another old chum, Tom Howson, 1218, says, Wicked Sisters from At Big Finish by Oh Tra La 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 is a well written story with a lot of fun from start to finish. Nice. Delivered by a terrific cast and brought together uh, by a superb sound design. My first time with the titular characters and it made for a refreshing hashtag Doctor Who adventure. I always find uh, uh, titular to be an interesting word. Titular's a great word, isn't it? Also lovely to see some uh, love and appreciation out there for the sound design. Always good yes. to, to give those uh, wonderful people a nod. Uh, Tom like the you, TARDIS. You're uh, like, <laughs> I didn't work on this one. I think it's Liz, it Lee that worked on this one, wasn't it? So Lee, hats yeah, off Lee to you. Adams, yeah, Lee Adams, yeah. Lee Adams, talented chap, talented He's chap. Brilliant Lee. Uh, brilliant Lee. Brilliantly executed. Tom the TARDIS, who is in the TARDIS and not down the pub, says the fifth dot <laughs> and Leela, they're so so uh, they're so great pairing such a great pairing and such a pleasure to witness Abby and Zara whilst I have no knowledge of them prior uh, were very good characters oh they're great the box set felt very new Who saga in tone and I love that highly recommended this for many reasons nice nice well there you have it uh, next time uh, we're looking at short trips blue boxes and Torchwood Reese and Yanto's excellent barbecue yum well, we'll be zooming back to the planet Exelon, my favourite place, to go behind Exelon the scenes. Exelon had grown old. Yes, uh, with the fourth Doctor adventure, the Dalek Protocol, uh, very soon now. Well, don't go that way, that leads to death. Go go towards the Dalek <laughs> Protocol. That way, down that way, that's Dalek Protocol to your left. Lovely. Uh, death to the right, don't go that way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> although you'll be thrilled to hear that before that, we're lunging into listeners' emails. <laughs> as I said to the left Dalek protocol to the right death but if you carry on straight 
you will head towards the email zone. My favourite oh. place. I often just hang out there, have a cup of tea, sit so, back, read an email. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's nice. Nice. They do wonderful yeah. salmon sandwiches. Um, oh. And if you want to get your hands on a salmon sandwich, no, uh, on an email, if you want to send us an email, all you have to do is send it to podcast at bigfinish.com. Send it there, and it might be you that gets your words read out live on air. So this one Ooh. here from John Gerard. Uh, the subject of this one is to the podcast. I'm glad it's reached the right place. I mean, it could be any Phew. podcast, couldn't it? It could be okay, to the yeah. annual bird-watching podcast society. Definitely. The A-B-W-P-S. There we go. Uh, to Big Finish, uh, I just wanted to say that it's so fantastic that the Night Doctor is now with Big Finish doing another season of his era yeah. of Doctor Who. So thank you for you guys for bringing him on board to Big Finish. Yay! I just wanted to say with Chris on board now that there is a golden opportunity for the 10th Doctor and 9th to meet on Big Finish. So is it possible to do an audio play of them meeting up and reactioning to each other in a unique adventure together? I hope so because it would pull you... Uh, because if you pull it off, I know a lot of Doctor Who fans, including myself, would be overcome with joy and happiness. So is it possible if you can do that, please? I will wait... I will wait for your reply from John Gerard. Hello, John. Uh, why is it that people want doctors to get together? I mean, we do. We all do. We want doctors to get together. But I'd just like to point out that Benji and I are drinking from the same glass. We've both got Party 7. Watney's Party, party 7 glasses. Um, Mine's filled with uh, orange squash. Oh, this is lime squash. Anyway, so, John, yeah... Um, I know we all do like doctors to get together, don't we? Um, but it's always very difficult to do it. And we've done it quite a lot. Um, I would never rule it out. But it's not... I don't think it would be Chris's number one priority, uh, uh, although I'm sure he'd be on board for something like that. And it's not our number one priority at the moment. We want to focus on, you know, giving lots of great stories uh, to the Ninth Doctor, which are about the Ninth Doctor. I think meeting other doctors that's a whole different thing but I, I think it would be wonderful and fingers crossed maybe one day we could do it uh, next up this is from Ben um, <clears throat> I don't know his surname uh, he says hello uh, it's master is the uh, subject of this uh, email he says hello Nick and Benji I'd just like to say how good master exclamation mark was Eric Roberts gave a cracking performance back as the master in his own box set with him still having a charm to him whilst also not being as cheesy as the TV movie okay controversial although he's done previous audios such as the Diary of River Song Ravenous and Masterful this box set is definitely Roberts's best performance in the role and I sincerely hope that we'll see him again in the future. Looking forward to the Ninth Doctor adventures as well as the as well as the new early adventures. And I absolutely love the podcast. A brilliant burst of energy and fun at the end of the week. Or start, depending how you look at it. it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, thank you, Ben. That's all very nice. Yeah, I think that it is Eric's uh, best performance, and uh, we very much hope to work with him again. Uh, you have fun doing it. Jason Hay Gallery, our um, CEO uh, uh, and founder of the company, um, he directed it uh, with with Eric uh, in LA, and uh, I think it went really well. And, and Jason and Eric get on really well, as you probably heard from the little interview snippet last week that we played in the behind the scenes section. So. Fingers crossed for more of Eric Roberts as the master. The master, master, master. Okay, well, we've got another one here. Uh, this one is from Fayaz Alam, uh, sent on the 1st of April. Uh, subject, many, many questions. Will I ever know the answers? Well, you tell me. Um, I hope you're both well. I can no longer pretend I'm a first-time caller or is it emailer, <laughs> but despite having already bothered you once before with my questions, I find myself plagued with a whole host of questions that have been preying on my mind for a while. Okay. I finally found some time in between purchasing, downloading and listening to Big Finish in order to email you guys at Big Finish. As you can tell, I've been kept very busy during lockdown. One thing uh, that had been an idea of mine for a while is the thought of Big Finish gift cards. Quite honestly, whenever Christmas or birthdays or Eid comes round, the ideal gift for me would be something from Big Finish. Fortunately for me, but unfortunately for those buying me gifts, I have a very large collection, so the <laughs> risk of ordering me a double is often too large for them to just surprise me with uh, some wonderful Big Finish content. Uh -huh. A Big Finish gift card would solve all these problems as yes. it would show people uh, had put some thought 
thought into what gifts someone might like, but also allows the recipient uh, some choice and freedom mm-hmm. in what they would specifically like. Uh, yeah, I'm no, also, it's true. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I, I mean, it's something that's been on our to-do list for a long time, so very sorry about not having that ready. I wonder whether it will ever happen. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm also aware that when you started working with Paul McGann way back when uh, to produce Storm Warning, the subsequent serials, uh, McGann was seen as the current Doctor. Uh, did you guys at any point have discussions on whether you would have at some point create your own version of the Ninth Doctor? If so, how would Big Finish have envisioned a regeneration story for Paul McGann and how would you have pushed forward with the characterization of the Ninth Doctor? I can honestly say that we never really thought of that. I mean, even though they did do a Ninth Doctor thing in um, Doctor Who magazine, didn't they? Where they, I was the the Ninth Doctor. Yeah. With a toothbrush <laughs> in your pocket. But no, we never considered that a possibility. Sorry to be dull. There we go. You heard it right there from the Briggs mouth. Um, <laughs> carrying Briggs on mouth. the Briggs mouth. Um, finally I'd like to add my thoughts on recasting I was initially extremely sceptical telling myself that if it replaces the actors then it's not canon Um, uh, and then I paused to look inwards at my own hypocrisy particularly in relation to the five doctors and twice upon a time which I uh, adored so I bit the bullet and tried the legacy of time and my goodness did I love the many sacrifices of Joe Grant all it took was a single story for Big Finish to completely make me change my tune. I'd urge anyone sceptical of recasts to give the many sacrifices of Joe Grant a try. It's incredible. Side note to the listeners, if this is read out, I'm not secretly working for Big Finish. Honest. Um, <laughs> thank you all so much for your work, uh, for all the work you do uh, doing remote Big Finish listening parties with my friends. Has been a lifeblood for us and has made a world of difference during this lockdown and the lockdown loads have assisted greatly with keeping all of our spirits up. Kind regards, Fayaz Alam. Uh, P.S. Last time I'd emailed asking about whether you'd ever consider doing a print-on-demand releases, how many signatures would I have to bring to you guys to have this implemented across your range? 10,000. Um, the, the thing about recasting, it's a great uh, point. I think uh, the legacy of time brought a lot of people on board with the third Doctor and uh, you know, with our recasting with Tim Trelaw, and I think that um, I think that proved to people that you know it can be done sensitively. So that was a really nice point you made there. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, more next time. Thank you for all your lovely emails. We really do love reading them. Don't forget we'll be dramatising you with David Tennant in Dalek Universe at the end of this podcast. Meanwhile, we'll go behind the scenes with the prequel starring Tom Baker. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs and I'm the writer and director of The Dalek Protocol. Well, this story, as it is now, is a prequel to the Tenth Doctor series, Dalek Universe. When we originally recorded it, Any plans for a Dalek universe-type adventure were very much in their infancy, and this was conceived sort of as a one-off thing, although I think David Richardson always had it in mind for the whole Anya Kingdom and Mark VII thing to continue in some form or another. But really, all I was aware of was the initial brief, which was a beautifully poisoned chalice, which is, you know, do your favourite thing, Nick. One of my favourite things is Death to the Daleks, so... David Richardson said to me, let's go back to Exelon after Death to the Daleks. But let's also involve Mark Seven, legendary character of Terry Nation's creation in the Dalek annuals, and then bring back Anya Kingdom, you know, formerly uh, Anne Kelso in a previous series with Tom Baker, uh, the innocent uh, 1970s police woman who turns out to have this secret, rather real identity. So I had to get all these things in with the added problem, of course, that this would be happening to Anya after she knew the Doctor, but before the Doctor knew her. So I had to devise a way of keeping them apart that was sort of in keeping with the story and not too awkward. But anyway, it does very much set up what's coming in Dalek Universe. Tom Baker playing the part of Doctor Who. Here we go, and Q. Were you on excellent because of the Daleks? You won't believe me, but It was just an unhappy accident that we discovered the Daleks' involvement. Well, do you believe me? 
asylum treatment, eh? It's only uh, when you're an actor sitting on a stool in front of a microphone that you can actually pretty violently throw yourself into something, you know, vocally, and suggest a kind of activity, which is beyond me. That's lovely, isn't it? Old actors can play big parts and energetic parts and heroic parts with a microphone and with good special effects, so I'm very grateful. Louise Jameson here, playing Leela. Burning torches, ceremonial weapons. I love a party with atmosphere. Doctor, I do not think this is a party. Oh, perhaps not. But I find it's always wise to say positive in situations of dire emergency. Hello! It's been fabulous. Lovely cast, everything. Just joyous. Quite a few nice little fun bits for you with the Doctor and K9. Yes, there are. Really lovely. And we and I requested a photo of the three of us as well because it so rarely happens that we get just us three now. Lovely. I'm particularly pleased, actually, with how the scenes with the Doctor and Leela have, have come out here. It was a delight. And I, I wanted to just take a few moments to have a sort of at-home-in-the-TARDIS scene. So you've got, you know, the Doctor has gone off to get a, a new chessboard because he says this one's broken because he just keeps losing and Leela and K9 just kind of gently pressuring the doctor and the doctor going all right then all right and uh, that's the way that we get into this adventure that the doctor gives Leela a chance to select a destination because she doesn't believe that the doctor can ever really steer the TARDIS and go and cue Exelon what what was that I said Exelon I recognize that name oh do you well, Leela, that's intensely interesting. Sorry, K9, we'll have to continue this later. Leela has just said something intensely interesting. Is Exelon intensely interesting? You tell me, Leela. Hello, I'm John Leeson, so they tell me, and um, I play a character called K9. Anybody heard of it? Ah, oh, K9, do you ever get the feeling she's never going to stop? Oh, it's absolute magic. It really is. I first worked with Tom and Louise back in 1977, The Invisible Enemy. But to be in their presence yet again with really good script work behind it is absolutely fascinating. What a treat. Absolute treat for me. And they are so supportive. It's always lovely to work with John Leeson. Sophisticated robot, AI and a dog-like frame. <laughs> it's just lovely to have him back. And John always has a really good take on how to particularly canine up the lines, you know, uh, getting rid of all imprecision and saying, I think I might say, you know, so it's, it's a pleasure. And he's just such a delightful human being, really. My name is Joe Sims and I am very lucky to be playing Mark Seven. I must... Mark, what's the matter? What's happening to you? I... I must... Fire. Well, do you know what? It's very, very lovely to be able to do these radio plays because um, when I got the brief, I was told I was going to be completely human-like in appearance with enhanced physical and mental attributes. These are things I don't possess in real life, so it's been a joy to play. In terms of Joe Sims, I'm... Always at risk of repeating myself. He's one of those actors that David Richardson says, oh, uh, how about Joe Sims? Because I say, oh, get someone nice who I like. And it's it's lovely to have Joe in playing completely against type here as the, uh, the anti-Dalek force and space security service operative. And I just wanted to just toy with the idea of him. We're wondering whether he's good or bad in this story. And I think... Uh, Joe did a great job of being a sort of slightly suspicious James Bond. Because I'm a six foot three inch skinhead, invariably I'm the kind of person who's uh, filming stoting around in the dead of night carrying a spade and uh, maybe sort of burying bodies. So the idea that I can play somebody like Mark, who at his core is a thoroughly decent fella, or a thoroughly decent android I should say, uh, is nice. It's always nice to, uh, to play a person of heroic intent rather than the opposite. It doesn't necessarily, it may not necessarily go that way, though. Let's see what happens to Mark. Then, of course, we have Anya Kingdom, played by Jane Slavin, a big Finnish favourite, the SSS agent, with the very temporarily complex relationship with the Doctor. Really, you see, we don't really know what her role is at the beginning of the story. I am Jane Slavin. I'm playing Anya Kingdom. Who is he? It would be dangerous for me to tell you. If he learns I am here... Now, 
That knowledge could be very damaging. You know I'm telling the truth, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. She's so work-orientated. I can't imagine her... You know, I can imagine her going home and folding her uniform up and, you know, eating a very functional meal and uh, I'm going to do this now and, and then I'm going to wake up and I'm going to save another planet, like you do. Jane finds me so interesting. And I think she's absolutely right, of course, you know, when I'm vulnerable like that. But she is so wonderful, so versatile and, and so quick to adapt to these roles she plays here. And, uh, and then being an assistant to me gave me, you know, a lot of fun. She, we, we adore, everybody adores Jane. Apart from anything else, apart from him being fabulous, he is a really brilliant actor. It's kind of overlooked because he's a hero and he's a superhero as well. But he's a phenomenal actor. I had the added duties in this story of acting as well. I play uh, Captain Barnard, or Barnard, however we decided to pronounce it in whichever scene we were in. I think there's a, a long tradition in Doctor Who of everyone pronouncing people's names slightly differently. I refer you to the Sontaran experiment and the name Vurl, Varl, or Farrell. Um, so yes, I played him. I also played uh, Dream Come True to play Bilal. Uh, the, the lovely little Exelon who everyone thinks should have been a companion of the Doctor's. I'm John Donny and I'm the script editor of The Dalek Protocol. I didn't know it was going to be a sequel to The Death of the Daleks because it's a sequel to about five things when you actually do the maths of it because it's a sequel to like the whole Sarah Kingdom trilogy of audios we've done, Dalek Master Plan, Death to the Daleks and uh, Perfect Prisoners, all of those, it's all thrown into the mix. But I imagine that was at least part of the, uh, <laughs> the thinking behind it because we, even though we've done the Exelons, we haven't done a straight sequel to Death of Daleks, and it does have an intriguing world and an intriguing setup. Um, the Exelons are a, a character rife with potential. Like a lot of the um, incidental aliens that Terry Nation comes up with, when you actually sort of look into it, they've all got potentially really interesting backstories and uh, places you can take them and things you can do with them. And so it does feel like a really interesting place to go in. It's also quite, um, at the same time, there's a lot of potential, but it's also sort of unexplored. There's a vague reference. I was watching it recently where I think Peter talks about his father having been killed in the Dalek Wars. And that's about the only specific time placement you've got in it. So placing it around uh, the Dalek Master Plan sort of area just really sort of brings that into, into focus, I think. Just go to bigfinish.com and type in Dalek Protocol to find this beauty. So much going on and a real labour of love for me, to be frank. So now, before we tease you with David Tennant in Dalek Universe... It's the Randomoid Selectatron, where we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Well, Ran has spoken. It's oh. uh, 190 Doctor Who Mask of Tragedy, uh, written by James Garson, of course, starring Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred. Here's the trailer. Yes, it's uh, a sort of Greek adventure, you see, set in 421 BC. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, Mask of Tragedy. The city of Athens. An ancient civilization of philosophers and poets. The chaos on my streets. They're as much my streets as yours. Athens is beset by sand hundred heaps of trouble. Endless war with Sparta. A plague, flying monsters terrorise us after dark. Basically, it's the end of the world. Die! 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 We, the Doctor, Hector and me. The hero, the villain and the chorus. Hey son Hector, I think you're going to like it here. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. What Athens needs is a hero, and who better to be a hero in ancient Greece than a man called Hector and his house. That last <laughs> bit I added on. <laughs> um, Ken Bentley directed this one. Fantastic artwork by uh, Tom Webster. It's glorious, isn't, isn't it? it? Very, very uh, Greek and that wonderful face. And, of course... Uh, uh, who have we got there? And Tim Trelaw is in it, oh, the well, third Doctor, go. no less, playing other characters. 
Telephus, Sisyphus, and Old Man. Old Man? Old Man. And, old man. and a real star turn, Samuel West as Aristophanes. I mean, Sam is such a brilliant actor. Uh, brilliant. And, you know, by the great James Goss, no less, guaranteed hit. Thank you. Uh, you get 25% off that if you go to the Big Finish site uh, and you see where the latest podcast is. There's a, a tab. I'm just hitting the microphone for um, a bit of verisimilitude. Um, uh, there's uh, the podcast tab at the top or the audiobooks tab where you can find the podcast range or indeed on the homepage, the podcast is there. So there's a variety of ways of getting to it, which presumably you may have found or you may be just listening to this on your you know podcast provider but if you go to the bigfinish.com site and find the podcast there there's some text and it says the randomized electrotron also features you click here you click there and then you just have to enter a code word what's the code word it's buck up all capital letters no space no uh, punctuation or anything really just buck up b-u-c-k-u-p and there it is and then you get your 25 percent off which is a pretty good offer i would venture to suggest Right. Oh, this is where I email Jackie and Sue at bigfinish.com to let them know what Rand selected. Mask of Tragedy. Okay, let me just... Um, uh, Sue, Jackie, Ran, dear, dear Sue and Jackie, this week it's Mask of Tragedy. There we go. Well done. That's well sorted. Well, big thanks to you, Ran. Thank you so much for giving us another random selection of goodness. Oh, mm. uh, next week we'll be going behind the scenes with Dalek Universe and drama teasing you with Torchwood Gooseberry. Uh, but for now, let us both say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd deliberately say something different. Ah. Yogurt pots. <laughs> <laughs> and while we're away, why not entertain yourself with Dalek Universe 1, Part 1, Buying Time, by John Dorney. Everything ends, eventually. Every story ever told finishes in death if you tell it long enough. It's sort of a fact of life. Got used to that now. Across time, across space, I've lost it all. Family, friends, my own people, my home. Donna, Rose. I've always survived, I've always endured. I've always got through whatever's been thrown at me. However much I lose, I always carry on. To bear that burden, to remember them. Everything ends eventually, but sometimes, just sometimes, it comes back, it comes back. Transponder's taking us that way. Yeah. All I'm saying, Mum, is I don't know why we're bothering. A lot of good men went down with that ship, Vesh. If there's a chance they survived the crash, we have to rescue them. Well, that's not what I'm saying. When the time tunnels start, we can send someone back to stop it happening in the first place. I'm not sure it works like that. Not sure it works at all, to be honest. Won't find me trying them out until they're long operational. I don't fancy paying to be a guinea pig. <coughs> I can hardly wait. 
He can hardly afford it. And neither can the space security service. We do things the old-fashioned way. Search and rescue. So time travel's not a viable expense, but the ten of us are. That's about the size of it, yes. What about you, Kingdom? You're a bit quiet back there? Time travel. Good idea or not? It's overrated. <laughs> Right. We're here. That's a lot more intact than I was expecting. The pilot must have fought quite hard to get it under control. Oh, perhaps they were really good. If the data we received is true, Kingdom, no one's good enough. You'd have to be superhuman to learn like this. I'm just saying. More likely they got very, very lucky. Well, it certainly ups our chances of finding survivors, so... I'm sorry. Did you hear that? Hear what? It's some kind of voice back, back there. Impossible. There were no life signs in the jungle. I heard something. There's nothing there. Come on. Open door. Positive sign. Someone must have survived. Mm, bit dark though, isn't it? Surely if you're going around opening doors, you'd switch on the lights. Maybe those systems were damaged in the crash? Very probably. Vesht, take some men and set up a lighting rig, would you? Ma'am, you, you, with me. Ma'am, you might want to see this. Those aren't crash injuries. This man was savaged to death. Same injuries here. What? Oh, stop imagining things, Anya. This place is creepy enough as it is. Nope. Nothing. Residual power at best. Enough to send out the signal, but not enough to start the computers. Same with these two? Yes. These are probably claw marks. Maybe teeth. Y you say there are no indigenous species? No life forms on this whole planet. If it's an animal, it came with them. They didn't note anything on the register. We're intelligence kingdom. We don't put everything on the register. <sighs> if only I could fire up the database, see what they had on board. Oh, well. Now we can actually see at least. It's an improvement. Lighting rig sorted, ma'am. I noticed, thank you. And we found another eight bodies while we were setting up. I'm sorry, ma'am. It's not looking good. Eight? With injuries caused by an animal? I'm afraid so. So that's eight, plus these two. The one in the corridor. Damn it, that's practically the whole compliment, isn't it? Mm, not quite. Near enough. The others probably didn't hang around here waiting to die. Must have run off into the forest. If the killer followed them, well, they probably didn't last very long. But they might have. It's not impossible. No, but if something was attacking them, it's not going to give up. I think we can call this one a loss. Vasht, set up a perimeter in case whatever did this comes back. You two get the computers removed. One second. Vasht, were all these bodies human? What else would they be? It was Earth Branch. Scan for movement. Kingdom, might I remind you that I'm in charge? All right. Can someone scan for movement, please, ma'am? <sighs> Do as she says. Though I'm not sure what the point is. We checked for life signs when we found the bodies. There was nothing. Found something. Well, that's impossible. In the medical suite. Well, then what are we waiting for? Let's move. There wasn't anyone there earlier, ma'am. A couple of bodies outside, but no one in the medical suite itself. I see. 
Perimeter vest. Set it up. Well, come on, hurry up! I... What's going on? Oh, I don't have much time. You have to come back. You have to come back inside. Inside? Inside where? Oh, what? What's happening? What's happening? Where am I? I... What in? <gasps> huh. Weapon down, soldier. Sorry, ma'am. I... Were you pointing that thing at me? No, I was aiming at... I'm not sure what I was aiming at. Are you all right, Kingdom? I... No, did you not see that? See what? It, it, it was here, I think, that... The past. I heard that voice again, and then I, I saw the past. You had a vision? I'm not saying I understand it. I'm telling you what I saw. SSS agents under attack. By what? Who? I don't know. I didn't see. It was coming from down there. Are you prone to this kind of thing? No, that's what worries me. Well, there's definitely something in the medical bay now. No, don't open it. It might be whatever killed them. I'm hoping not. You're hoping? Okay. Readying weapons. What are you expecting to find? Do you know more about their mission than you're saying, Kingdom? Have you had other visions? I'm not sure, but I think your answer might be right behind. Ow! Who put a toy there? Right. That's not who I was expecting to find. Wait, wait, wait. I know that voice. And I know that one. It's Anya? Yes, yes, Anya! Kingdom! Anya Kingdom, what are you doing here? More to the point, what am I doing here? More to the point, where am I? More to the point, who are you? Are you still here? God, exactly. Your experiments are an abhorrence. They defy nature. Only the God should have mastery of time. Really? Then what does that make me then? Eh? A heretic. An apostate. Goodness, does it really? I'll try to cope. If you would merely consent to one meeting, if I could read to you from my holy book, I'm sure it would all become clear. I, I'm sure it would, but as you could imagine, the launch of commercial time travel does keep me a bit busy at the moment. So if you wouldn't mind, I do own the pavement in front of this building and you're trespassing. Grunk, would you mind? Please, just one meeting. That's all I want. Which is one more than I do. Good day. Oh, I'll be back. This isn't over! <sighs> May the gods preserve me. What have you done? Why did you bring me here? Don't move. Oh, but I'm so good at moving. How did you get inside my head? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, Anya. You don't have to point a gun at me, not again. I mean, it's been a while, but I thought we ended up on the same side last time. Well, more or less, eventually. Although, obviously, I'm beginning to wonder about that now. What are you talking about? You've kidnapped me. Why? 
Just tell me what's going on. I might be able to help. How do you know her name? Anya's. She told me. Well, actually, initially, she said it was something completely different and that she was from the 1970s. But let's not quibble. No. But we've not been introduced. Commander Esther Malkin of the Space Security Service. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I got that last bit from the uniform. You're not on the manifest. Where did you spring from? You don't know. So you didn't transport me here? Of course we didn't. You know we didn't. Where did you come from? How did you arrive? Well, those are good questions. I'd kind of like to know the answers too. You're saying you don't know either? Exactly. Funny story. There I was, minding my own business, swanning around Bury St. Edmunds in the 21st century. Have you been to Bury St. Edmunds? Oh, you should go. It's lovely. Anyway, there I was. All of a sudden, there was this wind and a burst of light, and I found myself in this... Um, what is this? Is it an infirmary? It's the medical station. Is it? Thanks. Well, that makes sense. I was worried someone was collecting scalpels. Yes, found myself here. You don't know why. But, more importantly, I don't know why, which is really infuriating, because I know lots. Doctor. Yes, exactly. See, I knew you'd get there eventually. He's not the Doctor, Kingdom. The ship's Doctor was a completely different person. I'm not saying he's the ship's Doctor, ma'am. I'm saying he's called the Doctor, I think. You think correctly. The Doctor? What sort of name's the Doctor? What's wrong with it? I'll have you know it's very popular on a few planets in the Andromeda Cluster for a couple of weeks in the 58th century. You're saying you were just transported here out of the blue? No TARDIS? No TARDIS, exactly. Keep up. No what? You mentioned a ship's doctor. Yes. Ship. So we're on a ship. Not at sea. Spaceship. But that is not artificial gravity. It's crashed. Aha! And you're the survivors? Uh, we were looking for the survivors. Were? Well... Kingdom, why are you telling him all this? Because I think we can trust him. On what basis? We find him alone. A stranger on a ship full of corpses, and you think we can trust him? Sorry, a ship full of corpses? Oh, brilliant. Oh, Anya. Anya Kingdom. What have you got me into? Thank you, Carson. Report in again in five. Come in, DuPont. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Ciao very much. John Dorney. John Dorney. Johnny. Jo- John Dorney. Just wanted to say his name. No, why not? Thank you. Why not? <laughs>